kick it off. What are you about to play? We're going to play uh, the what I think is going to be this, the first single off our upcoming album from this fall. And the last song on the album. And it's also the last song on the album. So, <clears throat> um, It's been writing itself for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, so. it sure has. So without further ado, uh, here is These Times.
version if you will yeah definitely kind of the laid back version of it that was the apartment version the apartment late night the version. cracker box version yeah That's right. there you go welcome to the cracker box welcome to the rock and roll revival circus the revival circus ladies and gentlemen welcome you welcome back to porch talk it's your host alan special episode it gets me a little giddy i got long-term friends we met through an NPR Tiny Desk concert series. Then we connected. I started throwing music festivals, and well, they just decided that they would travel the country in a hearse. We're talking about the stiff tones. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little bit to catching up to do. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. So, guys, Lots ha- lot happens in uh, Let's use this year's Porch Fest as the medium. Tell me a little bit about before. Y'all were out in California. Okay, yeah. So let's see. Um, that would have been April of this year. So, oh Lord. <laughs> let's see, January we were in Georgia, right? Yes. And then we went back to St. Louis for a little bit. And then, yeah, so most of the time we stayed for in... Um, the north or in the southeast, I guess, and back and forth between Illinois, Georgia, South Carolina. We played at the uh, Myrtle Beach, the Hard Rock Cafe in Myrtle Beach, every month um, since November, yeah. except for we took May off. So then we did Porch Fest mm-hmm. in April, and then then we headed, um, well, back to like <laughs> back to St. Louis and then We've back to the East Coast, and bit. then we headed all the way out to California. So I mean. And now we're on our way back through. I believe a lot of it is porch fest. Some of it might be porch talk. Um, but the last time you came here and played porch fest here at Munson Brothers in Columbus, yeah, it was fantastic. A lot, of, a lot of people turn back out just to see it one more time. And y'all are really honing the craft, if that makes sense. Yeah, is like 
people were, they missed y'all. Yeah, thank you. They God. wanted to see it. It's just, uh, it comes with being on the road, um, playing lots of shows to new people every night in a new, in a new space. Um, that's what a lot of it, I think, comes from, is, is kind of that. And um, so it kind of becomes second nature to you. And there's some nights, of course, you know, you really kind of struggle to get into the zone or you come in skittering sideways, like, you know, you're, you're running late because of, you know, 95 or something and you're sitting there for two hours in traffic or whatever. But for the most part, um, I think it just gets better with time as far as you know, it comes yeah. with being on the road, I think. Playing. You're really, really honing in what a stiff tone show is. Yeah. Since we've met, since the first time you played on my back porch, which yeah. is painted red. The big red porch. Seeing y'all live there yeah. to now, leaps and bounds. Awesome. Yay. Right. <laughs> Yay. As if you had it's some working. kind of a choice, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, we, I mean, you always have a choice, but um, I don't know. We got the crazy idea to jump in the car and run around the country and do this. And when we first started, we were so cocky, so arrogant, so sure of ourselves. And, well, what uh, it was, it's not, it's not really cocky. Because we had to be. Or sure, it was mostly cocksure. And it was yeah. because out of a place of... We had to be. You have to, you have to buy your own bullshit nonsense. Huh. Um, you have to buy your own nonsense. Say what you will. You know, but, you know before anyone else will, uh -huh. certainly. Um, if you can't convince yourself this is what you're supposed to be doing, no one else will believe it either kind of I mean that's a hard thing to do that's a really hard thing to do um, just so y'all know um, in the book of life you are the bad guy at the end of the book you, you know you're the good guy you're in the, the book monster at the end of the story. but you're the monster at the end of the story uh -huh. too you know the biggest opponent you're your own monster yeah you're, you're the biggest, biggest opponent, opponent you'll ever face will be yourself which conversely kind of, also can make yeah. you your biggest supporter. Yeah. So yeah, man. So we did a whole lot of fake it till you make it, and we're still doing that. So thank yeah. you for noticing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not just me noticing, and just with what I'm trying to build in the South with some kind of a circuit. We love it. I, it, love it. It, it takes people like you. We'll, we'll come do it for tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta be hungry. Yeah. I love, I love the hunger and you know it's also it's like rapport yeah like well these guys are good they're playing it and they had a good time and they made a little money yeah and it was enough to get us from A to B that's yeah. the way this works that's our right. motto is 40 bucks gets us two hours down the road so and um good friends get you fed so yeah and uh, and good good friends get you down the road too. <laughs> I can't tell you. That's we've true. we've had many we've friends. Been we've many been built out many a times. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah. I mean, it is hard. It, it takes a leap of faith. It takes a lot of, you know, all of that. But mostly, it takes people. And um, I mean, it's this is this has not been a, a a solo duo journey by any stretch of the imagination over the last several years no it has been um like that joe cocker get by with a little help from my friends well it's kind of like get by with a lot of help from my friends yeah um yeah. that's one that's one thing i try to be if you're in my neighborhood yeah oh, absolutely I want to be. I want to be as good mission as possible. Mission accomplished. Mission brother, accomplished. Yeah. 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 I mean, I felt like family from On the first level, moment, yeah, moment I met you. Yeah. yeah. 
come down as a crawfish boil. And yes. we're working it, man. And I want to build that. And I, I believe the South can build that circuit. I think I think everywhere. I for sure think this all. I mean, for sure. The music I mean, down here. That's just, my territory. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, trying to yeah. build it for yeah, people yeah. like you. Yeah. And not to be an agent where I could profit off of it. No, yeah. I just I want the thing to exist. Right. Kind of like right. um, back when radios had real DJs, and I don't mean any offense to anyone, but I mean like yeah. when there were people still at radio stations that would listen to singles or listen to. You know things that would come in and be like, "Wow, listen to this," and you would hear it on the radio because they thought it was cool. Uh-huh. Um, and I know that was kind of, uh, you know, that's a not not really the way it is so much now. Um, but but by a lot of fan standards, I mean it's still a litmus test, you know. But are you on the radio though? Yeah. Um, well, right. but I kind of like you know the whole the the whole culture that you're building, kind of with that, where it's the whole right. the the music community right. of um, you know supporting each other and and you yeah. know, hey man, listen to this, you know. Yeah. And, you know. We're building it up. Yeah, I, I can't I can't express to y'all just how thankful I am for people like y'all who would swing by through here. That means like something's going right in that neighborhood. And then also, I wanted to build a network of podcasts. Yeah, that's building. And that's it, and it they, takes and, a village. And they are and they are all so unique, and we're all going to work together and to build a network. And then think about comedy and think about like I'm just trying to build culture mm-hmm. because everything is so misinterpreted until you come see it for yourself. Absolutely. So we were thinking about you when we were uh, out at the range You're, as a place called Slab City. Yeah. You ever heard of that, Alan? I have not. Tell me oh, one more. Oh, my friend. So Slab City oh, is a is the last place, free place on the earth, <laughs> apparently. Or at least I think that's... <laughs> that's their motto. Their motto, yeah, yeah, what they're known for. So I'm not particularly well-versed on the particulars of it anymore, but... Largely, I think there was like some sort of government thing. It was a World there. War II installation, so it's it's six hundred and something acres out in the middle of the desert and just outside Palm Springs, and over by the um, Salton Sea. Down there, where it gets hot. 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 And so, in World War II, the government um, put in this installation, and they put in all these slabs, concrete slabs, and built all the buildings. I appreciate and, what you're sharing right now. I love this. But and they brought <laughs> they brought all the water, they brought the electricity, they brought all the buildings, and and so and that's and we're where talk, they were. we're talking like the desert yeah <laughs> oh buddy yeah yeah you get heat stroke just driving there yeah but um anyway uh so then as the war progressed by the end of the war they no longer needed the facility and so they dismantled it entirely and the only thing that was left was the concrete slabs because again slabs. it is in the middle of absolutely nowhere and there's no water there's no electricity so it wasn't worth the money to keep it going so they ended up giving this property back to the <coughs> state of California, who again is like, what am I going to do with this piece right. of nowhere land in the middle of nowhere? And so, um, but it's just outside Palm Springs. It's on the I-10. If you're heading out to the West Coast, you're going, you know. On, it's, the, on the 10. On the 10. Yes, right. Um, so you can pull off and, 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 and it's a free place to park. So if you have an RV, if you're camping or whatever, if you, and, and at night in the desert, it's surprisingly comfortable to sleep yeah. in. It, um, it's, uh, it's, it, it has 
been kind of a there's a bit of a reputation for it kind of being a lawless like rule your own kind of and it kind of is because I mean there is. is out in the middle of nowhere yeah. so nobody's coming nobody's to save coming, you. you know <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. You, you get your Tom Cruise is over Winfrey baby Jesus, baby Jesus but nobody's, no, coming, nobody's for coming for you, you. you know? <laughs> um, but that's okay because they don't need to it's, it's, no, it's a pretty fantastic um, it's, place it was it was just speaking of culture just a very 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 cool place um people taking care of each other out there yeah. when we went it was kind of the down season because it's getting it's super hot um they said that during the during the winter time like there can be up to four thousand people. people that live there and, and then um, year round i think that's there's like 50 total in summertime you can, you can get, get down like 150 yeah but there so we met this one couple that's been out there 12 years and they have solar they have um shower you know they yeah, they, 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 they off the, they're off they're off the grid and yeah, bill you talk about get off the farm and go in feral bill um Eamon, the, the builder. Bill the Builder, yeah. he's been out there, what, 22 years? Yeah, he's the guy that built the and, range. Uh, and so back in the, you know, for many years, a lot of really cool bands would come through and play there, and then COVID had kind of happened, and bands kind of evaporated because, you know, there's a lot of pressure on the music venues, and, you know, a lot of things mm-hmm. have happened, a lot of bands have kind of... And, you know, I mean, and life is a lot more expensive, and being on the road is a little bit more challenging, but, yes. um, you know, when we have expectations of, you know grandiose stops then you know you can't always do it but if you're willing to get off the tin and go to the slab or the range it's yeah. a great place to play yeah, you, if i would encourage the listeners to uh check out but you have to stop for the culture not for the money because there's yeah. no money to be had out there check out slab but bring City. bring cool, cool stuff because i mean everybody always wants cool stuff you can barter and trade that's right barter and trade <laughs> Same well you don't have any merchandise left I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to do something. We, we're about gonna. That, right? we, well, we're hoping to do that when yeah. we get home and is, is order some more. It's just merchandise is expensive, and so usually when we get merch, we when we get the money for it, we buy the merch and then we sell the merch and then we eat while we're on the road. That's and right. so it, the merch doesn't actually get to go get back into so the merch as, coffer. So much as my belly, get in my belly, or, or, <laughs> or in the gas tank. Yeah. Usually it's my belly, so but occasionally it's the gas tank. Just for anyone wondering, myself included, what does a day to day look like between here to there in the hearse with the dogos? Like, what is a what's the day to day life look like? Uh, Starts man. when the sun comes up and it gets hot. Yeah. The sun will warm up the car and the the, the radiator and, can't support having the air conditioner on right now, so yeah. um, we have to get a new radiator. Um, but so there's no air conditioning in there, so it is hot, and which is why we're trying to head our way back up north. Yeah. But so day to day life, yeah, starts with Bach barking at whoever it is, the first person or bird or cat or whatever it is that woke up and walked by, and then he's been waiting all morning. Waiting all morning to see it. And then him nudging me to let me know that he is awake and he needs to pee. And uh, so then we, me and the two dogs, hop out and take care of business, depending on where we're at. If we're uh, usually we're, truck stop or something. Usually truck stop. And so then I'll get out and, well, I, I have a little bucket and so I don't get out. I pee in the hearse at the truck stop. And then I take the dogs for a walk. How's that? <laughs> truck life, baby. <laughs> and then, Bar life. That's right. Bar Bar's life. life. Bar's yeah. life. You can take a shower for 16 bucks at a truck stop, and they're surprisingly clean if you pick the right one. And uh, you can do your laundry there. And you know, I've heard of people getting gym memberships just for 
like a shower. Well, we did that well, once. I won't mention well, we didn't have what I won't mention who what, the what? company was. But the first time we went to California, we had a friend that used to have a membership at one of these places, and he still had a bag from them, like a gym bag. Uh-huh. And we were broke, so we were just like, "Man, we need a shower. We've been in the desert for a week. three of us in a hurt or in the in the Camry." Yeah, it was Tony. For, you remember for Tony? Three yeah, weeks. I remember Tony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so he takes his can't tell you who gym bag, and he and I walk in together like we're going to go work out and head straight for the showers. Man, different kind of workout. Yeah, there you go. And so we take a quick shower, and then like together. No. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, in the same room, essentially, this I essentially, This is the stuff I live for. Right. So I guess, yes, yes. We were uh, in the same room taking a shower. Oh, man. And then we... Was there a curtain between you? I do not remember. Oh. I just remember Tony taking a shower. So I can leave it to my discretion? You can. Okay. And Keep so going. we take a shower and we leave. I'm sure that's like theft of services, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I got invited to a hotel room, so I got the shower. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, so a typical day. So uh, I mean, it kind of depends on the day. If it's a travel day, then you know we wake up and uh, everybody does everybody the does their business, and then <coughs> we yawn, stretch, have a you know a couple of uh, puffs on the old tobacco pipe, and um, hit the road. Hit the road and drive to wherever we're going. So that way, when the sun's up and it's hot part of the day, the car's moving. Um, what happens? What happens like? Um, When you show up, apply for tips, and you're really counting on it to get out of that town. What is that like? I mean, I bet everyone's wondering that question. Yeah, can I, we've can had, I, can we've, I be honest with you? We've had breakup yeah. fights over it. It sucks. <laughs> All right, so I'll tell you so what happens. Let me tell you, let let's me, tell them about Birmingham. Yeah, let's talk about Birmingham, because we didn't get to talk about that on the podcast. We got I, to talk yeah, about we that saw each other. Yeah, we talked about it in person a little bit, so... Birmingham, perfect example of what can happen to you on the road. So, yeah, that totally sucks, man. So what you end up having to do is you're out there, you know, trying to figure out a place to busk the next day. And, you know, hopefully that you can make enough before you can, you have the the time frame to have to leave to make your next gig kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Birmingham. We roll into Birmingham and it's pouring, and we're broke, and we're out of gas, pretty much. We're I remember that night. What? Quarter a tank of gas. and um, Coming in hot from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those yeah. skittering in sideways stories we're telling you about. And so we're going to make a turn. We make a turn, and uh, these other people, they get the green light, and they decide they're going to make the turn as well. And so they try to accelerate, and there's like this giant river in the middle of the road. And we get washed out in part of it, and water goes up under the hood of Tanya, which is an LT1, which for you nerds out there... Like and anybody me, that's had water thrown up their skirt knows that it yeah. is an instant shutdown. It'll just lock you up. And Tanya was like, ah, uh, so no. The, the distributor is low and on the front of the motor, so it instantly got wet and just wouldn't fire, just shut down the One line. lane bridge, yeah. getting onto an entrance ramp, getting onto the main thoroughfare... In Birmingham, going from the business district. Oh, did I mention we just drove through the richest neighborhood that I'd ever driven through? Yes, like the richest neighborhood I've ever driven through. Now we're breaking down here. Just so you know. I'm sure the police will be here in 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) 
on a one-lane bridge. And there's cars all stacked up behind us. And Tanya is dead in the middle of the bridge. We have $10. Do we even have $10 at this point? I don't even know. know, Because we were on our way to go eat with a gift gift card we had gotten given. We had $8 still. Yeah. Um, So we ended up having to get out. And push. Push. Her An 8,000 pound car backwards. And my boots slipped and I hit my chin and scraped, scraped my neck. And Tanya mess. and I kissed on the mouth and she bites. And just, <laughs> so then we uh, we cranked the car for like off and on for like 15 minutes and the police never did show up to. And the car is steaming up, the dogs are hot, it's raining, oh, they're, they're out there mad. And, and uh, we're sitting in the mud on the side of the road and Sean and I, you know, are, uh, so. I pick up my phone and I put a post on on Facebook. And man, within like seconds, seconds, people pouring out of the woodwork, sending us help and um, gave us enough money to be able to breathe. Be like, okay, we got this. And then zoom. So wild running into y'all that night. Huh? So wild running into y'all that night. Yeah, I'll tell you. And we yeah. were just playing at like yeah. an adjacent bar. Yeah, so then I'm, we played at the... And I got to in, introduce y'all to all like, y'all met Hand Truck, y'all met yeah. Ham and Anna. Yeah, sure and like, yeah. Y'all met uh, Josh Williams, Fire, sure Camino, and yeah. Taylor Hollinsworth. Yeah, know? Taylor too. Is you know, like, amazing. It was yeah. like an early greeting, you know? Yeah, yeah it was And insane. we met Margo and the Cats Meow cause we, and yep. we played with them and uh, we opened for them and then, man, so just you know we uh, people ask us where where's the cool music towns where's the cool music towns and um Birmingham's Birmingham one of those on is that like, list. like it's on it's a you were in five points and that is the spot it was like one of the coolest places I, yeah if um, St. Louis and New Orleans yeah. had a love child I put, it'd be I put Birmingham. It up there with like locations that and, musically like Joshua Tree it's one of those places you must go yeah you must if you're go. into music yeah it's changing, and um, there's there's venues closing and reopening in different locations. Mm. There's there's a lot of mix up right now in Birmingham. Yeah, uh, I can't really place where it's gonna be, but that Five Point Avondale, when it comes to music, you're gonna be so blessed. Mm. And like we had a great time, you know. Oh, so I mean, it was the, it was, was so it, yeah, so was much it the fun. The upside down, bar? the upside down plaza. Oh, dude, wasn't that cool? Was we had the recorder ever. taped to the ceiling. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, yes. so ridiculous. many people. Little Italy. Yeah, oh, Little Italy is very cool place too. Yeah, we enjoyed that. Yeah, Little Italy and Black Market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely love Birmingham. Can't wait to come back. Yeah, Visit well, we'll Birmingham. be back in um, November, but be for a private <laughs> event. But maybe we'll be able to book something in the area because I'd love to but so if anybody's in Birmingham and they're listening and you'd like to book us we're cheap or book with a or, book a co-bill with, co-bill ship, with us down. yeah we're cheap we talked a little bit about it uh, you've been sharing stories yeah so that's uh, the other thing that we try to do like when we were running around the country is we love meeting fellow artists um, who mm-hmm. you know are to, to try to build this community and, and you know and like you want to do it in the south and, and we have people that want to do it in the in the north you know and we have people that want to do it in the, here and to be able to help be a part of that and then also give me you know start building like a circuit where you mm-hmm. know you want to go because it's really it's sometimes it's really difficult to find yourself when everybody that you know is watching y'all are at such a great place to where I say you're letting your freak flag 
fly. Yeah. That's right. Say that five times fast. <laughs> right. I'm just that. another freak in the freak kingdom, baby. Yes. But um, since I've known you, you know, NPR days, coming to my house, didn't know y'all from Adam's house camp. <laughs> I know, crazy, right? We're like, hi, we're you show up at the house. Your life's and, better. And we write <laughs> the greatest sky song. Oh, my God. <laughs> The, uh, we have the Alabama no fish pom-tom. today. No fish today. That's right. Sean cut one, but do it away. And like, and just, <laughs> and that is like, and I believe like, you know, people who follow Port Stop, these are the episodes they look for. It's like because we always catch back up, you know. Yeah. So it's good. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc um sweet sweet memories but like to kick it up the road is like you talked a little bit about the fighting and the arguing and all that town to town place to place oh man yeah uh how often do you consider giving up? Well, well, in the beginning. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Can I, for my part of it, would yeah. be this: way more often than we fight. Yeah. And that's funny. That's because you know. from the road. How, how often well. do you think about giving up? Way more often than we fight. Yeah. And that's hilarious. Yeah. If you know. We don't fight a whole no, lot. Um, no, it's usually. I'll be honest with you. It's usually a little bit, usually but... we think about quitting. When it used to be daily. Daily. <laughs> now it's mostly just like whenever, like, um... I quit. Th- I I quit thinking about quitting. Yeah. I, I I don't remember the last time I thought about quitting. I mean, I know it wasn't too. That's too one long thing ago. I'll say about the past two shows I've seen y'all play. Three, the one in Birmingham. You especially. You quit caring who yeah. you are on stage. <laughs> yeah. You have fully embraced that. And your voice has grown so much. Sean, your guitar work has gotten so much better. Thank like you, man. everything about y'all's performance, like you're you're really building it. I'm trying. Thank you, man. Thank I'm you. trying. Thank you. And I said to myself on the stage tonight, right before, because you know, I always get so scared. And I have the worst. You know, oh, dude, you're and, tunnel uh, vision before. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I called your name like three times. It's like, Rachel, I just want to get a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I could have said the stage, you know, I'd know. have to have that part done that way. Then I can relax. She, Once I know yeah, the stage was, is set up. She was still going. She was still good. So. But then I get on the stage and I'm like, okay, this is. You're here because you want to be here. Yeah, this is. You're doing yeah, this, this because this is fun yeah. and this yeah. is what you want to do. So, exactly. if this is what you want to do, then do it like you love it. Mm-hmm. So that that's 
That's my mantra that I keep trying to say to myself, but it's not always easy because I'm like, what are you doing? You're crazy. See, I'm a much more simple man. <laughs> well, you came through Mississippi and I heard you stopped somewhere around Bentonia. Mm. Oh, yes. What happened? Mm. Well, we stopped. What's the, word, what's the word around here? We stopped oh, at man. the Blue Front Cafe, baby. And uh, we ran into one Mr. Jimmy Duck Jimmy Duck and the craziest thing happened while we is were that, there. The, the, the trip to Bentonia started, what, 11 years ago, at least for me, I know. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how long it took us to get there, but it's yeah. been like 11 years in coming. Yeah. yeah. We saw Mr. Uh, Kenny Kimbrough in Memphis. Drove down And, and uh, Memphis. Marcus James. And they, Marcus were, James, they were playing at right. the Beale Street uh-huh. Music Festival on the uh, one of the And I got to tell you, that was one of those moments when the band actually heckled us. Yeah, so, so he and I are the only two, like, it's raining, it's cold, it's kind of miserable, and um, we're, like, the only two people out there, and, and Marcus and Kenny are up there just, you know, going for it. Marcus is playing, like, a three-string cigar box guitar, making all kinds of sounds, and Kenny's just back there getting on, he broke the drumstick and everything, and they take a set break, and they're like, you know, so-and-so was playing on such-and-such a stage, and we're like, dude, nah, we're here for you, like, we we saw your name on you, we're like, oh, we're going. I mean, like, so-and-so's here, so-and-so, oh, no, but look mm. oh so yeah everybody else was bonus <laughs> yeah so he, he signed a stick for us so he signed just, a stick yeah so we, i got to chat with jimmy about that today that was very cool but so, the coolest um, part about that though did everything i told you about jimmy come true yeah i told you first time you meet him he's gonna weigh you out yeah he's totally weighing us out man he didn't say and i'm surprised i'm surprised Y'all did a little guitar work together. Yeah, um, yeah, because I'll tell you, I did first, not anticipate that. At first, I, I said, mm-hmm. I said, I said hello to him, and he was very nice and everything. But he, he also, he didn't seem like he. I mean, he didn't really seem like he cared about. Uh, no, he looked just like well, he was a little bit crazy. Yeah, he he's like, like we're like us. He's like, <laughs> he's like, a, I'm like, yeah, I'm like no, <laughs> you know, for the first second, and I'm like, and he's like, well, you just go on in there and take a look at anything you want. I was like, well, it's, it's really an honor to meet you, uh, you know, Jimmy Duck Holmes, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I was like, I was like, he's like, yep, that's me. He's like, don't mean nothing to me. And I was like, man, that's authentic as shit. I mean, is it getting more real than that? There ain't nothing. Don't mean nothing to me. Nothing. And, uh, Nothing's more real than that. And uh, man, just man, the so dust much. in that building is older that's like, than that's where American older than the three born. of us and together. Met, and you met Arian Bell, and you, yeah. you met some other folks. He's a sweetheart, man. There, there's Sweet there's not a sweeter human on this planet, in my opinion, than Arian Bell. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Love that young man. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, um, yeah, you guys did so, each other for Yeah, we yeah. did. Um, yeah. He's a sweet they became, soul, they man. friends on Facebook now. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's so sweet. He'll tell you happy birthday every time it comes around. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I want anybody He really cares me, about that anybody stuff, Anybody that too. knows me to know that just so you know, people out there in the Facebook world, people that I don't wish people a uh, happy birthday, um, I would love to, but for some reason I don't. I ain't had notification on birthday in like eight years. I try to, but so then sometimes what will I happen? It, you know, I don't even see it. Like I don't get one. And so, like, what will happen is if I see somebody say happy birthday to somebody, then I'll say, "Oh, hey, happy birthday!" But I don't even know. Just so y'all know, don't be mad at me. I don't know. Um, yeah, on the phone, on the on the phone that we have, it doesn't show us notifications for days. So it's I only just when we're on the, out there for the, on the, for the record. Thing, yeah, but uh, I don't so know anybody's um, but uh, yeah, so Jimmy, uh, quite a Mississippi dream. 
So what's that, my friend? Mississippi Dream. Mississippi Dream. You sat down with Jimmy Lee. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, so I, I chatted with him just a little bit, and then he kind of was doing his thing or whatever. And uh, he says, you play? I said, hey, yes, sir, a little bit. And uh, he's like, well, pick one up there. And he says, like, the one, the G-string's off there, which is funny later because I realized why G-string. That's how it's tuned. Yeah. Well, the, well it had been broken. the G-string broke off of there. Oh. Yeah, I think it's because the, with the Bentonia blues style, which I learned from Jimmy today, is uh, based on that G string. It really hanging on that G string, with you know the first, second, and the fourth kind of there. That that specific tuning, like C tuning, yeah. That specific tuning, the Bentonia style tuning, and our good friend uh, Ryan Lee Crosby has correctly notated everything that you would need to know on YouTube and in Guitar Magazine. Everything that you would need to know about that genre. Is perfectly written in what it sounds like after it's tuned correctly. Beautiful. And I'm so happy that that happens. And a lot of people get their panties in a bunch over Fat Possum. And there's like, well, Fat Possum took advantage of these old blues players. I don't disagree with that. But I wouldn't know who they were. Right. If it didn't happen, see that's see that's no, that's see that's there. where I that's kind of where the camp I fall in with Fat Possum, or as far as that goes. I'm glad you brought that up because I see them as all right. So um, to give you an idea, here's how kind of things work as far as music goes. When when an artist dies, their kids are kind of left with Royalty. royalties, and it's, and 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 getting those royalties is a whole thing, and and the process of it, and all of it. And a lot of times, the artist's children don't want anything to do with it. And so I was listening to David Lowry from Cracker speak about it recently. And he said that what a lot of artists are currently doing, which will, this will all lead back around full circle in a second, but what they're doing is, um, traditionally, they'll, like, if, if they sell their catalog, they'll get, like, six or eight times whatever their catalog made in the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say if one of these fat possum artists had made a hundred dollars on their album in the last year, then the whole catalog that their whole catalog might be worth six or eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so what a lot of artists are doing now are just cashing out because they don't want to have the kids to have to deal with the administrative rights of all those right, you know, the royalty rights. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the hassle for them mm-hmm. largely. So I fall on the on the on the the kind of the other side of the fence and, and say, man, fat possum. I think that's a good thing. Oh, that's because, another reason. Um, you know, they're getting that music out there to people mm-hmm. that otherwise would not be here. And so I'm I'm kind of a fan of it, man. Honestly, that's why I wanted y'all to open the show up. If that's the only way, someone heard Sitones, they heard it in the Cracker Box apartment. and you look years down the road and you might be seeing them playing somewhere might be on that grand marquee you know and we had it right right here my friend and we shall again that's what but like just to talk about that that string a little eye tune broken string Mm -hmm. talking to jimmy duck oh man so the, the very air you breathe yeah. did it not feel different? Oh, yeah. Did it not have a little height? Oh yeah, it did. A little heavy oh, yeah. to it. It did. It did. It's like he's like this is where, this is the primordial soup of American music, man. Yeah, 
This is where it birthed. By the way, there is a, a video or a copy of the video on YouTube of Jimmy giving you his guitar. Oh lesson. man, <sighs> yes, I would I would highly recommend checking uh, that out, guys. I'm sure I said something stupid on there. YouTube page, yeah. I just posted uploaded it today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very. You don't know, like I've been knowing Jimmy for almost two three years now. We don't even really speak. I can I can see that. He looks at me, and I know what he wants, and I go do it. Ultimate warrior shit. <laughs> and like, let's say I'm playing bass on on the porch or on the stage. Mm. If Jimmy step up there, I look at Jimmy, and I take direction from that. Mm-hmm. And. That's ultimate warrior shit. That's 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 Jimmy's. That's because he's a legend. So we got told by some. uh, And every now and then he'll 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 let you play with him. Every now and then he'll let you back him. Man, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's gonna make you feel like Keith Richards or something. I've done it. Kind of like, man. I've done it once. Very cool, man. Very cool. So now you're a legend by proxy. Wouldn't say that. Yeah, at least you've been touched by it. So. I played Jimmy Duck. Put you close. Put you closer than, than you. When, when you think about all these stories that, especially with y'all, I mean you're so, you ballsy, to, <laughs> to, to challenge everything and just, we're gonna travel the country, and just play. I consider being in y'all's presence like, like. A, somewhat of a huge honor. It's like these, and we're we're talking to y'all, and we're trying to build rapport and to let the people know. Be like, you can support them. Where will they be next? Yeah, some I mean, of the best places yeah. largely uh, the stifftones dot com. You can find out there. We're usually, yeah. we're usually fairly decent about keeping our. We're pretty active on Facebook right now, um, but I would like to move towards those. Our, our Website is just a free site, um, so it's kind of you know whatever. But eventually, I would like to move talk. towards having it have its own you know community, community chat, and getting away from you know. Yeah, so there was this model. there was this uh, website that my friend's band had, and it was just kind of I really enjoyed. It was kind of like a more of like a Reddit kind of. Drive by truckers has one. They're using the same kind of stuff. They have a similar. They have they have a website that's dedicated to like their their community chat. Really? Yeah, I saw. I just found it today. Nice. So. Well, I'm gonna have <laughs> believe to it or not, go yeah. on over there. And believe it or them. not, y'all y'all know some members of the Drive By Truckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all shared a festival with them. We did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Taylor Hollingsworth. Really? Really? I had no idea he was. He was Matt Patton. Um, yeah, Taylor's very. Like, that's one thing. Taylor is the most humble musician you'll ever meet in your life. Yeah, he's a super nice guy. Taylor has worked with Conor O'Burst, Bright Eyes, uh, Drive-By Truckers, The Blips now. Wear that t-shirt often. Gotta let the people know. That's right. Let the people know. And and on top of his solo things and the thing that he does with his wife, Dead Fingers, and now his daughter... Place. 
and uh, she's definitely a Holland Swerve. Oh man, <laughs> how about right. that? All right, and so you you know what I'm cooking with over oh, here, yeah, man. And that Holland Swerve be cooking with some grease, baby. Yes. Oh yes, that's one thing I love about our network. Like you're all over the country, and when you come home, it's just like family. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about Taylor, you know Taylor. Mm-hmm. Y'all have seen him like two or three times. Oh now. yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him a bunch of times. <laughs> well, in fact, we saw him in uh, Birmingham. Yeah, last time we were he there, he played lead for me. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, you got that on tape. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking to you about this. Like, yeah, you got that on tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah, it was just. Shabby Tucker's going to be at Pappy and Harry's in Pioneer Town in uh, at the first week of November, which is when yes. we're going to be out there. So, yep. like, yeah. And talking about a, the hardest working schedule, many people who are well aware of drive by truckers, they slave drive themselves into the hardest working band in the country. Mm-hmm. But I would argue look at what y'all are doing. Yeah. Just not at that level. Yeah, but you're working that hard. But you can't get to that level unless unless you're going to put in the work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would certainly say we're trying as hard. I talked to Johnny Hickman uh, what three, four years ago. First time I ever met him, I walked up to him like, (laughs) "Hi, my name's Rachel Sleep. My husband Arthur Tiptoe is you responsible for all my happiness. And one of these days, I'm going to open for you." He's like, "Uh, "Tell me, I'm responsible for your happiness." But he did give us some really great advice, and he told me was, make it happen. And I walked out of there going, what the Sam heck does that mean? How do I make it happen? What do I, 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 I don't even know what to me. do. I don't know what to do. And so. But guess what? That's how you figure it out. That's how you figure it out. So make it happen. And our other friend gave us the other piece, of, really great piece of advice, and that was, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. So. I'd like to ask three questions. Sure. Walking out of the door. Number one, what's been the greatest piece of advice that you picked up from the road? Or maybe two or three, as you just shared one. Still no happiness. Still no happiness. Mm -hmm. That's an important one. Um, That's mine. I would throw throw in there... um, it was from my brother, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? That's Probably. My dog. That's my dog. That's Bob. <laughs> He's out there protecting the hearse right now. That's my dog. Letting people know. Uh, oh man, I was gonna say probably honestly. Uh, Keep moving forward is kind of the big one for the. I don't know, what have I learned on the road yeah. though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it because I said I'll keep moving what, forward? Tell, all right, so I'll the, tell you what I've learned on the road. If there's anything I've learned on the road, is that there isn't anybody that's any different, man. Everybody's the same. We're all nuts. We're, we're all a little bit crazy, but we all kind of want the same things. And um, I mean, do we go totally cliche? We are the village. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I've learned is like, um, no matter how many miles you travel, the the the, the hopes and desires of, of, of human beings doesn't change. Oh, that's good. That is good. Oh, that was tasty. Are we, are we doing some songwriting? Man. Could be, maybe. I better write that down. We got to record it right. Question two. <laughs> mm. 
with a hearse ever traveling across the country, what is the best way to keep in touch with the Stiftones via social media or with the website? What say you? How, how to follow and keep up with the hearse? Uh, well, first off, we're really accessible. So if you're inclined to get on the Facebook or the Instagram or any of that, we're pretty uh. I'm not super Instagram savvy though. Well, we're awful Instagram, yeah. but I mean, you know, as far as that whole thing goes, though, I mean, um, the website's easiest as far as keeping track of dates because you know Facebook algorithms being what they are, and we ain't paying for ads. Because hmm. we, we, I mean, we right, currently, currently, I'm I'm busting my hump to try to maintain my Facebook page and our website mm-hmm. to keep them as current as possible. If you want to communicate directly with me back and forth, and you want to become my friend, Facebook is the fastest, easiest way to do that for right now. Um, and that's you have to have the stiff tones. You got to have the the show some respect. Um, but the other way is also through the website. We do have our email contact information on there, and the website's www.thestiptones.com. And um, it'll redirect you to our free GoDaddy sites. Thank you, GoDaddy, for having that option. I appreciate you. Um, but anyway, and so, yeah, and that you can, if you go to that, that'll have all of our links for our Facebook, our Instagram, our. YouTube, our SoundCloud, we do have a really rough, terrible demo version of our upcoming album out there on SoundCloud. And so, yeah, there's, and all of our pictures, I try to upload Feature that song all the time on Poor Stop, by the way. What? What'd you say? Second song. (coughs) Forgive me. Second song y'all played tonight. May have even opened with it. Um, Not Midwestern Town. Um, Little Talk. The one written by Johnny Hickman? Our our sound check song? Or the second second song, which would have been Kiss My Girls? Not Kiss My Girls. That's the third one we did. Yeah, so the second one was was Midwestern Town. He said not that one. Butterfly was after that. It would have been Midwestern Town. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So on this journey, we we just finished recording the last track, these times, which we just performed acoustically for you. Yeah. Um, We we recorded um, some tracks out with Kyle Mayer of September Morning, Morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. They're a badass metal band. Um, And uh, we did some tracking with him, and he's going to do some drums on there. And Chris Williams of the High 70s, who we played some shows with out in... Joshua Tree in Pioneer, Calif- Pioneer California, um, who is also a wicked, incredible band, the high 70s. Um, oh so he's, and Chris is going to do some bass lines on some tracks out on that, on these times. And so um, hopefully okay. we'll have that. And then Kyle's going to do some mixing. And uh, I think Durr's going to do the mastering from yeah. First World. Chuck Mulchin from the Bean Pickers Mil- Union. But that's on other songs, uh, but for these times. Well, yeah, for these times, yeah. yeah. But uh, we have. Uh, Couple, of, uh, few, several different people kind of helping us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you who it's I. It's a group like, effort. I'll tell you who I would really like to give you give a shout out to while we're we're sitting here is uh, also Chet Nichols and the Repeat <gasps> oh, Offenders yeah. and uh, Mike Hart if you're out there man. In the Hobo but, Camp. And Hobo Camp, Joe. We love you, and Joe. Bonnie, we love you guys. Um, 
there's an artist you should check out. The, yeah, Chet Nichols. The repeat I would like to put you and Chet in yes. the same space together. That's what He's I'm, out of North Carolina. Yes. And um, he, oh man, one of my favorite songwriters. And he, Fantastic. he and one, one of the best people ever. Yeah. But so he wrote this song, and I don't want to ruin it for people, but he wrote this song. It's called The, um, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm a con man. Con man, con man. I kept going to say convict. The con man. And he plays this song for me in his kitchen, and it brings me to tears. And I literally think that this is like Chet's song. Like, this is his story. Mm. And so then he tells me that, you know. I don't know, man. I was just sitting here watching a dire confessions show. of a Confessions of a, of a killer con, or a con, a con man con or something. Yeah. And, and I just, just sat here and wrote that song. And I was just like... It was some prison, some guy, and, and you know, they do that wow. stuff in the A&E, and he told a story about being a con man, and so Chet wrote this song about him, and it literally moved me to tears, and this dude is like a, a real legit Yeah, so we'd like man, to hook you up with him. Yeah, I want to hook you up with him. I'd like that, too. Yeah. Last question. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite part of this conversation? Being here. Seeing your face. Yeah, being right here. <laughs> That's the best part of it. Yeah. Oh, y'all. Me too. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're out of here. All right. Uh, more stiff tones coming at you, starting over. The recorded version. Cool. The New Hampshire version. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs>
taken away Come with me, my love Living here today I've got no fun.